we'll see it. Uh, all right. So here we're number four with uh, Dusty Grant. Uh, how's it going? Uh, it's going good, man. How you guys doing? We're good. Pretty and good, uh, you good. just uh, right before we uh, locked on, you said, where are we from? So we're actually in London, Ontario, Canada. London, yeah. Ontario, Canada. Yeah, we're uh, near, yeah. we have to usually hone it in like near Toronto, about two hours away from yeah. Toronto. <laughs> so how's the weather in Toronto today? Cold <laughs> it's as balls. Cold as cold balls. balls. It's getting cold too. We're having a polar vortex is what they're calling it right now going <laughs> yeah. through. Yeah. So I think uh, by the, I think by the end of the week, we're supposed to be going down to like minus 15. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's, <sighs> it's cold. You're in Wichita. Yeah. You're in I'm Wichita, in Wichita right? Yeah, Wichita, Kansas. It's, Kansas. Uh, it's 25 degrees Fahrenheit here today. Uh, mm. windy as shit gloomy yeah. so it's pretty terrible here as well have you, you ever heard down it? there oh yeah yeah <laughs> have you ever that? heard about have you heard about uh vortexes before and like, like no we don't of... have polar vortexes <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty we, exclusive <laughs> the, yeah the big the biggest thing we have in wichita is like insane winds like sometimes you because there's nothing and it's like the flattest place on the planet so like the wind mile, the wind blows like 800 fucking miles an hour. So like That's you'll, you'll awesome. be, you'll be, can I say that on this? Yes. Yeah, like, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be, <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm just F-bombing yeah. right when I come in. That's fine. Yeah. Go down. It's all good. I'll, I'll go outside for work and I open the door and the wind's just like, <laughs> oh, shit, eh? I'm going back in. Actually talking about that for work. Uh, so is music your, is that your, is that your job or do you have uh, is this kind of, Cause I know that I saw that you were, you did this 20 years you've been playing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's, I'd like to say it's my second job. Um, I do have a career that I've been in for, a, for quite a long time, but uh, music is something that I've always kind of done full time. Also. Um, the only way that I've been able to do it is just to kind of do it when I'm not working and things like that. Yeah. Cause I never wanted to take the approach of, um, just going broke to do it. Um, so I kind of, I kind of wanted to build it. And like, in my situation, I'm married, I have a family, um, and I have to have something to support them. So like my music is a separate thing from anything else. Like I try to not take money off my family's plate, you know, for my music thing, I try to keep it self-sustaining. Um, but uh, you know, it'd be, the dream would be to, uh, to, to play music for a living. Uh, but right now I'm not, not fortunate enough to do that full. I do it full time, but I'm not fortunate enough to get paid for it full time. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's really where we are at. We both have families, you know, same idea. We both have careers. And uh, that was the reason why we kind of started this podcast was number one for us. Well, we can't play gigs because of the current situation. We're actually in an emergency lockdown here uh, where we're not even supposed to leave our house <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. because of COVID. So uh, you know, we had, we had to come up with a different strategy in terms of us getting up, but also then we, we, we were like, we can't play with anyone. So how can we meet some other artists and that? And I mean, I, I saw you on, uh, obviously on Twitter there and heard some of your stuff and that acoustic rock, it resonates with me anyways. Cause I'm an acoustic guy. I, I play acoustic. That's how I, I kind of start any song that I've written, or at least even if Andrew sends me something, that's how I go for yeah. but that, uh, that acoustic rock is uh, yeah, it's beautiful, man. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. No problem. It was, it was the same thing for me. You know, I, I, I was doing um, like 40, about 40 gigs a year. Um, so I was, I was working full time. I've got, you know, three kids that live with me. One step, one kid that lives with her mom. Um, I work full time and I'm, and I'm gigging a lot. So like for about 40 to 50 shows in a year is about what I can swing. So I was doing about 40 to 50 shows. I hit, I think seven States um, over the last three, you know, about three years since I started as a solo artist. 
I really don't feel like I found what I was looking for until I went solo, actually, which is kind okay. of strange. Um, but I, I, I was the same as you guys. I was gigging and, and meeting people that way and networking and growing. And then COVID hit, obviously. And I'm like, okay, so how can I continue to build? Because I'm going to go freaking crazy if I don't have something to, you know, yeah. I, I'm the kind of guy that if I yep. have free time, I'm unhappy. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. like to have free time. I like to be, I like to be busy. You know, I like to hit the ground running when I wake up and I like to, you know, burn it at both ends until I go to bed. And yeah. so I started awesome. doing this stuff and I, I got on a, I got this weird idea to do a podcast with a buddy of mine. Uh, we started doing it, found a producer and then his schedule changed. And I was like, I want to keep doing this. I found something <laughs> cool. Like, I, I'm shocked at how much I enjoy doing the podcast stuff um, because it's something that I'm doing like bi-weekly now. And I'm wondering like when I start getting offered gigs, am I going to want to give up the podcast? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I must admit, like, I, I mean, Andrew would say it, but we, I mean, we've been what are we, play, playing music since March of, of essentially last year together and started doing this and or started playing music. And then all of a sudden I, I was like, oh, maybe we should run a podcast just, just to promote our music at first. And then I said, ah, you know what, what would, what would happen if we could just kind of reach out to some people and actually bring them on? And, uh, and now we're both kind of like, you know, we really don't want to forget about the music, yeah. but this is really enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we yeah. really enjoy this. And then, well, and, there, and there's, and there's amazing networking opportunities doing this too. You know, I've, since I've started doing podcasts and, you know, just be having like having you guys hit me up and me, like I hit up people the same way you guys do on Twitter. Right. However, I can, however, I can find them people that I think are interesting or somebody that I think is cool. I don't really go, I don't really care if they're big or not. I just, yeah. if I see somebody that looks interesting or if it's a friend of mine that's wanting to promote something, I'm like, come on, let's talk about it. And I've found that since I've been on camera more and, you know, you find yourself doing all these episodes and you have to fill time. Um, so you don't really have a choice. You've got nowhere to hide. You have to let a little bit, you have to let people in a little bit more about yourself personally and you get to talking and you, you start to share your opinions and then you figure out like, man, people, I'm finding that people are engaging with my music more now because i think they're getting to know me and i'm not Absolutely. just sharing links on right, facebook right. or sharing links on twitter or you know because that gets old too right and we actually spoke about that in the first podcast we did um when it becomes interesting to people like oh it's just music and then it just becomes kind of like spam to them like another fucking link another another just song um and this is why we thought this would be fun because we you're right as you said we show more of ourselves as opposed to just these assholes that want you to hear their music um but yeah, it's and and then we've worked the last like like he said last year almost on this album, and then the album's done, and we were talking yesterday, and I was like, I don't think I played bass in like like three weeks, man. Like we were just <laughs> we're just like pushing it. Everything we do is like, oh, I talked this guy today, I talked this guy today. It's it's all we're it's all we're doing is like kind of promoting, trying to get more, you know, trying to run this thing. So it's um it's been a weird transition, very interesting. It's been a, it's been a blast. Um, yeah. So I'm happy that you like it's and. and this is a perfect example of what podcasts can do. Like you're super South from us right now, right? Different country. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And we're here talking about, you know, music that we both do. We both write and it's, it's super cool. It's super I, I found, yeah, I found a ton of people on Twitter. Strangely enough, like I've had guys on from, you know, from France and London and I have to have them on a Saturday because I have to figure out the time. Difference. time yeah, yeah. And now I'm like learning all the time changes. I'm like, Oh, he's in CES. That would be 7 PM. Oh, France. even I said that to you. I go, okay, you're CST. I'm we're EST. Okay. It's only an hour. That's not bad. That's okay. Yeah. We could do that. Exactly. And then now I'm starting to figure out the, 
now I'm starting to figure out the time zones across the pond. So I'm like, that would be 7.30 p.m. CST, <laughs> but that would be, you know, 12 a.m. G-E-T mountain. Oh, God. <laughs> now it's funny you say this so like across the pond i know that you're uh the single up from here that was the first song that i heard uh when i after you know i was talking to you actually i heard the song before um I th- it ran through one of uh, one of my playlists actually and my buddy said he's pretty sure he's heard it too because he recognized your name which is interesting to, to also show you you know wow you know how far it can travel and in terms of what you listen to and those algorithms i guess do work i guess that's the good thing it's shocking to me i, I like the there's one thing I've been thinking about Spotify lately is like, I, it used to be this thing, like where I was just hunting streams and that's all it was about for me and all that stuff. And I still think it's important for you to, to do that. I think you still have to put yourself in the best position to get those streams. But if you're looking at Spotify as like a source of revenue for you, yeah. you're, yeah. you're pissing up the, you're, you know, you're pissing <laughs> you up. Are. It's, it's yeah. not, it's not good. No, like, you can't fund shit with, with Spotify streams unless you're, some mega mega artist which you know you have to have somebody backing you with hundreds of thousands of dollars to push you to all these curators you know the way the thing is like i kind of feel like spotify is almost becoming radio but it's accessible radio for indie musicians so there's this weird dynamic where there's a chance you can hit a home run man you get on the right playlist and the right person hears you and puts you on their playlist and all of a sudden you're like holy shit yeah Yeah. you've got it yeah I like, I like with up from here, I was shocked because one day it ended up on the, um, one of the algor- algorithmic playlists. It was like I think what the new rock or one of those. Yeah. I think it was discover weekly discover weekly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was sitting there and I, you know, every morning or whatever, every other couple of days I check my stream counts and I check all my stuff, look at my analytics, like, eh, how'd things do today? And I woke up one morning and there was like 900 streams, wow. you know, in one day. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's crazy. An error. That's an <laughs> error. <laughs> and I was just yeah. going to say, does yeah. it make you, you go, oh, God damn a bot. Now I'm going to get banned yeah. and uh, you know, yeah. these are going to be all taken away from me. Exactly. I'm going to sign out and I'm going to sign back in because <laughs> I think this is the wrong fucking account, you know, and I, and I signed back in and I was like, holy shit. And then I looked and uh, my first instinct was a bot because I did have yeah. contact with some people that were playlist curators and, you know, if, if someone's like, "Hey, buy me a coffee, and I'll put you on my playlist." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If they have, if they have a hundred thousand followers, dude, is it worth two bucks to find out if you can get a hundred good streams off it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it I is. I mean, it Jesus is. Christ, we're fucking independent artists. Let's talk about <laughs> how hard it is for us to get our shit out. Right. Exactly. You know, there are these services that exist, that exist, and some of them are legit, some of them are not. You don't really know, and so to have something hit on there, I was like, "This has got to be bullshit." And then I looked, but it was getting a bunch of saves. You know, I, I noticed that it was oh, getting saved okay. and it was getting added to people's playlists. And then I noticed that I was getting followers because I will, I, I will admit when I first started releasing music um, with my very first track that I put out there, I was completely naive, you know, had no idea, but I, I up and that's how you learn. But I uploaded it. Some guy contacted me. I was like, oh, that sounds like a good deal. You know, I think I threw the guy 50 bucks or 75 bucks. And all of a sudden I had all these streams on one of my songs and I was like, oh, okay, is that how this works? You know, yeah, but I didn't get to play. I didn't get any new followers. I didn't get any engagement of any kind. Like, right. So I, was I think like, that's oh. the big thing. And that's a big thing for any indie artist that even listening to this or just anyone that 
it, you know, actually, and I read, I read your post today, actually, that it was essentially on this topic. I think you yeah. posted something along, you've got to be very careful on who you follow. And then another girl on, uh, that I was reading up on, she said, she goes, it's actually not the best thing to do to your favorite indie artists is to keep playing them over and over again, because they can actually lose streams that way. If they think it's a bot, uh, one thing would be, I mean, we we're on Bandcamp, and I don't know if you're familiar with that. Are you familiar I, with I, I, well, I had a Bandcamp, Bandcamp and quite page. frankly, I got, I got, overloaded with platforms and that one was that getting the, that one, one was getting yeah. the least traffic so i i cut bait on it and I you know what's funny it. it's it's it is, and i said to andrew when i first and i i've got a couple uh canadian artists that i follow religiously um that are on there and do well on there but i think and i don't know maybe it's me but i feel like it's almost a canadian it's a canadian thing that people go to more so um i mean one of the reasons is i think they're 85 percent right every time you you buy something you get an 85 percent kickback which is huge for an indie artist right whether oh, yeah. it's merch and i mean you you sell your own merch i think on your own website right yeah so yeah which i, I had i had questions about the merch on your oh, website yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, it's yeah. uh, i saw i saw, went to your website and your website's super professional and Thank um you. it looks really great um but i went i went to your your merch section and i was like you sell t-shirts which is awesome and then koozies and yeah. i was like what got you into the koozie thing that's that's a genius idea i was like it was a it was a fucking marketing ploy is, oh. is, <laughs> like, like i i'm a like i'm a i'm a marketing guy i'm in sales okay and I've, i have a degree in marketing so i'm you know I, i'm i'd like analytics i like statistics i like all that type of stuff and i was looking around on one of those like vista print or whatever it was you know yeah. that make makes all this shit yeah. And I was online one day in the afternoon when it was slow at work and I was looking, it's like foam koozies. How much can you make a custom one of those for? And it had a little template and I put, I dropped my logo in there. Oh, I was God. like, you can buy these for like, you know, 71 cents a unit. Awesome. Or it, it was some insanely cheap thing. I'm like, I can either sell these for two bucks and still or just give them out. Yeah, right. that's true. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're at a fucking show and some dude has your Koozie. fucking logo on his yeah. beer all night, absolutely you know, would you you know would you pay 71 cents for that kind of exposure so that's yeah. kind of 100 that's a really yeah. good point yeah so i so i just so i just ordered a fucking shitload of them <laughs> and i was like you know what i'm just gonna give them out when my family comes i'm just gonna give them 20 of them when people come i'm gonna give them 20 of them when people i'm just gonna hand them out everywhere and just spam them yeah that's that's a, that's a really that's a really great idea a really it's, great it's idea just, it's just it's just a stupid thing. It's like one of my buddies here in town, who's a, they're in a real heavy metal band. They started making weed grinders. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. Like custom weed grinders yeah. with their yeah. logo on them and shit. And like with their hashtags and stuff on top. That's and it's brilliant. like, they made, I think they made 50 of them and they were sold out of them in like two days and they were selling wow. them for 25 bucks a piece or something. I'm like, Holy shit. I yeah. didn't think of that. I know. I didn't Holy just go. And of shit. course they're buddies of yours. So you can't go ahead and copy that one. No, not at all. Cause in <laughs> Wichita is not a huge town. Man. I was just going to say, someone's get... shit. Hey, they're, they're not our buddies. I'm going to make some. <laughs> yeah. You guys are, you guys are far enough away. Go ahead. Oh yeah. 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 Another one is uh, sunglasses. You can yeah, really like, the cheap Ray-Ban sunglasses. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, not, yeah. Not actually Ray-Bans, but they're just the plastic ones. Yeah, Ray-Boon. Get them with your logo on the side. Side. And the uh, per unit cost is like... There's nothing, right? Free. I mean, yeah. compared... And if you sell half of them for five bucks, you'll sell a bunch of them in the summer. Yeah. And then in the winter, you just give them to people. If you're mailing merch out, you just throw them in right. there as a little bonus yeah. or whatever. And people are like, I got some dope shades. Yeah. <laughs> Picture and post it on Instagram. And, and you're like... That's it, yeah. Bang. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah. 
that was worth, that was worth more than a than the 70 cents i paid for it yeah you know? that's right absolutely and like you said i mean it's it's how to promote your brand right really what it is <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. But yeah, that was interesting. When Andrew told me about the koozies, I was like, oh, that's a really good question. I, yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's yeah. I, and I'm trying yeah. to think of what the next thing is going to be. Yeah. And I, I don't know what I it's going know. to be. Snap, because... Do you think snap bracelets are going to come back by chance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But have you seen these things lately? I, um, I was actually, I have a massage therapist. I, I've have, I've been nursing an injury, and uh, she told me about this thing. I think it's called Bobble maybe B-O-B-B-L or B it's an app, but you put a little thumb thing, you put a little sticker on your thumb. And like, if someone comes up to you and they're like, Hey man, I really liked your music. You're like, hold your phone up. And you put oh the little the little sticker and you just tap their phone and it puts all your social media stuff in their phone. Wow. Oh, that's cool. And I was just Smart. like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, mind blown right there. Right. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, wow. and I, I, and it, it was just an easy, she's like, it's just a, instead of carrying business cards, I just, tap it on their oh, phone so smart yeah. they got I all so my smart. shit i feel like uh that would have been super convenient like pre-covid you know oh Absolutely. yeah now it's Ain't like a place all that shit yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah i have i have uh you know i always have a mailing list thing for my email my email newsletter and man getting people to sign that thing even at live shows like they'll buy a t-shirt from you and give and buy a sticker but they from, won't give you your yeah no they, they won't they won't give you their email so like I, emails are like gold, I guess, you know, I yeah. think, I guess Which that's is so funny. Coming. It's so and how funny. How many people check them? Like, do you guys, yeah. do you guys do an email blast for your band stuff? We yet? don't No, We haven't. No, no, we haven't. I mean, so, we've been just using it just to promote, you know, our, like just to send out on just on our behalf, but yeah. Yeah. That so, was it. so I think, I think two things that I've had success with and like, I'm never afraid to share things that I'm, I, that, that work for me because I almost wish like, somebody would have done that for me. I almost right. someone would be like, when you started your website, what were the bullshit things and what were the good things or whatever? And like, I've noticed it's hard to get people on your email list, but if you start crafting good emails and start figuring out how to do it and not just be spamming with links constantly, like we were talking about earlier, yeah. like you can get a pretty engaged click rate on your on your email list on your significantly email. more than like a, an instagram post or something like that if because those people are raising their hand and basically saying hey i like your shit enough to sign up for this absolutely you know? so yeah like it's you, a good point you, you don't have to feel as guilty about spamming them no like, <laughs> that's true when you but when you're doing booking inquiries like when i'm sending booking emails if I, when i was sending them from dustygran at gmail.com crickets but you send them from dusty at dustygrant.com. Yeah. Totally different story. All the, I'm like, is I, I, cause I always thought that thing with that was bullshit. You know, as an indie artist, every, every blog and every online article you read is like, get your own website and your own domain. And I'm like, why would the domain name of an email address matter at all? Yeah. And sure as shit. I started sending emails from my own domain and I was like, that is baffling that, people actually care about that but if they I guess do it, I guess, yeah, yeah i guess it just makes it more legitimate to them right i mean that's yeah. it's one of those things right they don't necessarily they're not looking to necessarily even go and find out if you're legitimate right but if they can just see in that title that yeah that must be you know rather than at a gmail or at a hotmail or whatever it may be but as soon as it's at your website's name then it it has a, I guess, a little bit more legitimacy for it. It's like, yeah, maybe like the same effect of like a college degree. Like they, they don't necessarily care what you actually got your degree in. As long as you have one. 
Yeah, they just wanted yeah. to see that you could apply yourself towards something, <laughs> towards something yeah. shitty for four. Like, cause dude, yeah. college, let's face it, college sucks. Yeah, <laughs> and my, and, like I went to college and I hated it, but like you know, I think I couldn't have got the job I got without having that degree. Right. However, I didn't learn anything in college that prepared <laughs> me for my job. <laughs> right, you know, but yeah. it, I think it shows a certain level of dedication. And if you've got, you know, if you've got your own website and you're serious about it. I think that resonates with people like it just it provides some sort of authenticity or something you know I, I I've yeah just, I've noticed a difference since I started doing that but that's I really interesting said, though it I worked on said, me it worked on me when I invited you to the the zoom call yeah I was like his email is dusty at dusty grant it's his name add his yeah. name I was like what the f-? so yeah, yeah it worked on me I was like blown <laughs> <laughs> yeah. away man like, there we go yeah there we go <laughs> It's so like while you were saying that, I was like, I was one of those people who was impressed by that. <laughs> well, I wonder, you know, I always, I always wonder, like, because I think sometimes people um, that aren't independent artists or whatever think some people are like a bigger deal than they are. So, like, if I send someone an email from Dusty at DustyGrand.com, my <laughs> friends are like, "So is that you, or is that like somebody on your behalf emailing?" I'm like. Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> my secretary. You think I can secretary. afford to pay somebody? <laughs> it's one of my kids, actually. Yeah, that's my that's my manager and publicist managing, <laughs> you know, managing my image. Like, no, so of course it's me. I couldn't think of anything more clever to call it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's pretty fucking unoriginal. It's my name at mynname.com. You know? <laughs> that's so good though oh, yeah man. But for some reason like yeah you're talking to him who's the boss it's yeah <laughs> there's only one of us here that's so, hilarious what's your what's your like uh what's your following like man because you must you, i mean i saw that you have over 110,000 streams yeah now, we're, we're happy with like oh we got 100 today and like we're like over the moon so that's, i was the same way i was the exact same way and and that um that that algorithm of playlist did i mean it like up from here did i think my other biggest song was in the 20,000s which was a fucking mind-blowing thing for me but it Absolutely. got on the same thing i put out a video and somebody watched the video and it was a really like a really i put a lot of effort and a lot of time and a lot of money into that video is and it so, chester uh it was uh it was uh done so much oh done so much but uh so so somebody saw that video liked it put it on their playlist and before i knew it I, I was like why am i getting 400 streams in you know latvia <laughs> right yeah it, it was somebody it was somebody over in europe or somebody over in you know in that area and they put it on their list and they had a huge they had a huge following on that playlist and i was just like okay crazy but then i started noticing that i was getting a few you know, a few new Twitter followers, a few new people on Instagram or whatever from those areas. So I knew, you know, I knew that somehow it organically had caught on to somebody somewhere, but it's like, dude, we're all just shooting. Yeah. Hoping that something yeah. goes in. Right. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> and it's funny you say that because do you get a lot of support in like uh, in around Kansas? Is that like, is it, is a lot of it just the U S base or we're finding we're getting a lot of love from the UK from yeah. Europe. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. That's the, I mean, USA is definitely the biggest for me. My and my biggest streaming areas are areas that I've that I've toured. toured um, yeah. You know, like Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas, Colorado. Those are. But then I have weird stuff like Chicago is my number one streaming market, and I've never huh. been. And I've never been there. 
Um, you know, Denver is my number three and I've never been there. You know, I've been to Denver once and I'm sure nobody remembers me from it, you know? Um, so, so it's been strange because I, I, my, my hometown is like, I mean, it's in the top 10 for my streaming markets, but it's not number one. It's not, you know, which, which is so interesting because I've played tons of shows here and had good crowds gigs. here and, and, you know, traveled around this area and some of the areas where I've never played, never met a fucking soul. I'm getting a bunch of streams from those areas. Yeah. So yeah, it is. It is happens, really, who knows, weird, man. If we yeah, could bottle it, dude, we could start a business, you know, what yeah, I mean? okay, yeah. cause there, I think there are people and I think there are legitimate companies out there that you can pay them to service your music to curators. And I think they're, I, and I think they're legit curators. And if you get on there, they're real streams, but how do you discern which of those companies are real yeah. or not until you do it? I would and, almost, I would almost guess that it's like probably three to one between like the fake crap and then the real ones. Right. Yeah. And, at least. Yeah. And, and yeah. And that's like, a, that's like, how do you find that out without getting screwed a bunch of times? Right. Or, yeah. And yeah. then like what, what I've been finding out is uh, like, if I do see one of those sites, like I'll go on Reddit and I'll look on, on like subreddits about, mm -hmm. is this service legit? And then there'll be fucking 50 comments down there. And if, if 45 of them are saying, you know what, it's legit, it's expensive, but it's legit. But it's legit. I think you can count on that. It is because we're all in those subreddits to help each other too. Right. right? And there's it's enough people like out there to call somebody out. Exactly. It's just, it's right. just like us as independent artists on Twitter. You know, I would never be talking to you had, had it not been for Twitter. You know, right, and, and now yeah. we'll probably do more stuff together just and because we've made this connection. And absolutely. And yeah. uh, it's just, you know, I, I kind of lost where I was going with it, but no, 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 <laughs> but no, it, no, it, but it, it, it makes sense though. Um, I have a question for you though, because I, like I said, I, I love the acoustic rock and it's something that I've always, I started acoustic and who are your, who are your major influences? Who, where did you get that kind of dark acoustic rock in there? It's uh Jerry Cantrell is probably yeah. my my favorite artist. Um, I like, I like Alice in Chains, you know, they're probably my favorite band and, uh, Jerry Cantrell's solo stuff is probably some of my favorite stuff out there. I don't know why his stuff has resonated with me so long for such a long time, because I was listening to Alice in Chains, the grunge era, really the grunge area, the grunge era really influenced me heavily. And then I come from a metal background. So some of the lyrical content you'll notice is not your typical singer songwriter, type lyrics you know they're a little deep a little darker sometimes yeah. and a little bit more i'm trying to write almost in like an active rock format you know in that style i guess but yeah. trying to adapt it to acoustic because i do love metal and it's kind of at my roots um but i yeah i would definitely say jerry cantrell and allison chains are probably my my biggest influences and then were you in a band before you went solo then is that what yeah. what made yeah i never went solo until uh until i had twins so I, you know, I started playing in bands when I was 19, you know, rock bands, rap metal bands, metal bands. And uh, I had a metal band before I went solo that was, you know, relatively successful. You know, we opened some big shows and stuff like that. Um, that band didn't make it. I did another metal project. And then we had the twins and it was kind of an all hands on deck situation with my family and stuff. They, they were born, uh, you know, 11 weeks premature. So we oh, spent wow. the first seven, seven, 
you know, seven weeks of their lives in the NICU. And the NICU. it yep. was a very, um, it was a very, I don't know. I, it changed my perspective on everything. Absolutely. And I, was like, I was three, I, I was three months premature actually. Were you? So I probably shouldn't be here realistically, but yeah. 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 But well, yeah, I know we, exactly what you're coming. <laughs> I know exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. It we, changes everything. Yeah. We, so we, so we, I got him home and I was like, I need to be here. You know, I need to be here for her. I need to be here. And I don't think it's fair for me to ask a band to work around my schedule because I know what it's like to be in a band. And if you want to do anything with it, it's a hustle and a grind and a marriage to whoever else is in your band. And like, you've all got to be pulling the same direction. And I was like, I got to be, I got to be here. I'm like, so if I want to play music, what other choice do I have? (laughs) Yeah, I started picking up my guitar, writing songs. And, uh, and then in 2017, you know, I've, I've been playing guitar for, I think maybe six, seven years, but I was always a singer before. Um, but then I, you know, I started writing songs. I posted one of them on Facebook, me just playing acoustic on my cell phone. And I, I got a decent, a lukewarm response to it, but it was enough to make me go, all right, this is where I'm going to go. I'm let's take this. a run at this. Cause if you want to do music, buddy, this is how it's going to have to be for you now. Right. Um, and now it's changed as the kids have grown older and there's a little more free time and stuff like that. Like if, a, if the perfect opportunity came, to join a band or something like that, I might be interested in taking a look at it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was mostly in bands and then I, I decided to go solo and I really feel like the solo project has uh, just taken me to the next level. You know, I feel a lot, yeah. I feel a lot better about it. Um, I feel a lot more confident in what I'm doing and I, it's, it's, it's just the right challenge for me at the right time. And I, like, I just, I just want to see how far I can take it. It's kind of, kind of my goal, meet Wait. as many cool people as I can along the way. Absolutely. You're doing something right because I mean, it must be amazing to just be, you know, solo artist and hitting the numbers you're hitting, um, going on, you know, seven, you said seven state tour or yeah. going around yeah. seven states. Like that's by yourself. That's pretty impressive. That's, you know, that's, that's a it's lot a- on your shoulders to figure out and to coronate and do, um, and still run your socials and stuff. Like you, you don't have a team running your socials, right? Like, Not at all. Nobody, no nobody, way. nobody no at DustyGrand.com. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, my no, nobody over at DustyGrand.com. Yes. There's there's one guy working over there. So man, that's that's just good. Uh, that's it's super impressive, I and mean, I hope you thank you got the heart because that's that's a lot of work, man. Like, and we put in like countless hours in the last year, and there's two of us. So, you know, we could we could lean on each other, but each do it other. on our own while having twins. Like that's. That's impressive, dude. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. And it's, it, I think, I think it takes, uh, I think as independent artists, I think we game recognizes game a little bit because we've all been through it and we're all in a different part of the journey. Um, yeah. you know, depending on where we started or where we came from and what we have going on in our personal lives and all that type of stuff, but we're all still, you know, compelled to chase this art, compelled to chase this passion, knowing that it's going to be a, death march you know yeah absolutely Um, it's gonna be a grind no matter what yeah Yeah. i mean i I don't think there are many artists anymore that have one hit song and then all of a sudden they're just rich no i think i think we have to build it ourselves and that's when people come to you and by that time i don't need your help if i've already done the hard work and i've made it to where i've made it i you know i'm not anywhere close to near that point but it has been a relentless non-stop fucking hustle since you know the the second i released a song in september of 2017 to now i have not stopped i've not taken a day without thinking about it i mean i it's just 
it's an obsession for me, but I, I don't feel like it's an unhealthy one. I'm energized by it and I'm excited by it. And, I'm oh, and, the, mu- and the music is fantastic. I mean, that's a thing, right? I mean, if, and if the passion's still there, then I mean, regardless yeah. if you're doing it, like you said, thinking about it all the time, that's, that's the key. I mean, I think we've, once you lose the passion and it becomes work, like you said, you have a career, but then once this becomes work as an independent artist, then, you know, maybe it's time to kind of take a look and see what's going on. But um, I want to get to, uh, you, I, we noticed that you had, you don't have a full length album. Is there a reason for that? Is it just because of solo? Um, that's a lot of it. Um, you know, as a solo artist, I don't have anyone to, to write with, yeah. quite frankly. Um, and I don't have a ton of time to write. Um, and I'm being completely candid and honest about this. No. Uh, but I, I don't have a ton of time to write. You know, I, if, I have, if I have time in a day uh, to work on my music and just sit down and write, it's maybe an hour maybe an hour i would say per week maybe i get three hours to work on new material or anything like that so <clears throat> i kind of got with the guy that was producing me and i'm like as i write them i'm just going to record them and put them out right um so i did that and i think the single method is you know you hear some of that stuff on the indie blogs and all that about they think the formula is better to release singles that's um, i read I, that too I agree with that um, from what I've seen numbers wise and being more consistent in your uploading and stuff like that. The algorithm seems to reward you for that. Hmm. Whether or not you want to be a slave to that algorithm is up to you. Um, right. I, I, me personally, I want to put my, I want to put my passion and my project and my heart and soul in as many years as I fucking can. Um, and if I got to fucking break my back to do it, I will. And, and I, you know, if you want to call me a sellout or whatever, I mean, fuck uh, eat a dick hey, i don't yeah. care <laughs> you know you're you're exactly. not me you're not paying my bills you're not doing my you know you're not exactly li- you're not living my day to day and until you yeah. are it's not up to you no yeah. um so yeah i mean that's that's it in a nutshell and then with awesome. that you're single coming out right this friday yeah yeah the the single's coming out friday um this is one i wrote kind of at rock bottom it was a long, it was a, it was a while ago, but it, it took me a long time to get into the studio. Um, the engineer that I work with actually lives with someone that's an essential worker in an emergency room. So <clears throat> he's basically like, yeah, we're not recording. <laughs> he's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to do mixing projects and stuff or anything like that. But I had a couple demos ready to go right before that hit. So I had, I ended up having to wait, which was another reason that I started doing the podcast things. I'm like, Else I'm waiting for this dude. This is the producer I want to work with. This is the guy yeah. I've had. He's 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 just my dude. He he understands yeah. me. He understands you, you trust my music. Him. He right. understand. I I've gotten the results with him that I want, and I'm cool with dancing with the one that brought me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so this one was one that I had, and you know I'm in a, a lot better place emotionally and mentally and all that now. Um, but it's a it was a pretty dark one. And I needed to kind of get it behind me. I'm like, I kind of need to release this one and like just to get it out. Yeah, it's a it's just one from a from a from a low point, you know. And uh, I've had a hard time playing it live sometimes and stuff like that, just because I I get into it, man. I love it. I'm passionate about it, and and it and it resonates sometimes. But yeah, it's uh it's coming out Friday, and up from here was a pretty optimistic song this one's a, a little less optimistic a little and that's uh through the cracks uh, just yeah. in case i can't i'm excited like i said i i thoroughly enjoy it and that's kind of like i said the music that i listen to so i'm looking forward to friday that's, i was ha- so happy to see you releasing something and kind of put something out on twitter i was like oh this would be great you know i've got i've uh, got that one and then uh, i'll probably have another single out probably t- around two months behind it 
um, which is another, it's already done and mastered and ready. I'm just working on the artwork now. And I, I, I try to backlog things. I try to have, you know, like I was done with the through the, uh, I'm sorry, I was done with the through the cracks campaign with all the work on it, like, you know, right. 10, 10 days ago. Um, but right. I gave myself wow. 10 days to cut, try and do podcasts and try to come on and promote and check things at the last minute and set up little automations and stuff to, to measure how I'm doing stuff and trying to funnel things to the right place. Um, because I think as musicians, it's really hard if you're not a social media genius or a marketing brand manager type person. I don't think you understand that. I don't nope. think you understand the importance of funneling traffic. And, and all those types of so I've been focusing on a lot of that back end <laughs> stuff, but I'm I'm pretty much done. Like I'm ready to start working on releasing the next single already, and I haven't even released through a crack. So I'm awesome. trying to I'm trying Keep to keep it going. Ahead. Momentum, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then once um, I have, and then once I have, it goes back to the question you were talking about the singles. It goes back to, um, you know, and then once I have enough, I'll just release. I'll make a CD with the last five that I recorded and make it an EP so I can hand it out at shows. You know, yeah. if we ever get to play shows again. Yeah, ever again. Yeah. No kidding, eh? Um, okay, there's a minute left. So basically, you want to give yourself a shout out to your website. It's dustygrant.com. Yes. Beautiful website. Well done. And um, buy a koozie. Yeah, I, go on there, buy I a might koozie. Buy a koozie. <laughs> I, know. I know, eh? Just, yeah, just the, so I can hold a beer and be like, is this, you know? Oh, yeah. The website has been the best resource. It's easy. It's dustygrant.com and you can find everything podcast, music, awesome. socials, anything, anything you possibly need for it. It's just it's, that website is the hub and you can find everything there. So I try to make it easy for people. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thanks, Dusty. I really appreciate thanks, this. Thanks, buddy. Uh, we both yeah. do. And we, we, let's do it again. Yeah, Absolutely. in touch for sure. All Thank right. you guys. All, All right, right we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye.